Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We have just begun what I, it looks, it looks like it may be an extended time of studying and examining the parables that the Lord Jesus Christ spoke. Now, the good thing about that is, uh, with just about any subject matter, I think, you can cover a huge portion of the truths of the Word of God. You know, you're not necessarily limited in one thing. But simply, uh, especially since Jesus was the one that was speaking these things, and that he had a purpose with him, he reveals so much to us uh, that we would do well to learn and to hear. And one of the primary things, okay, one of the big, big things is that these parables are about the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven, as Matthew expresses it. They are about the kingdom. We saw in a previous episode where uh, Jesus had the, said, hey, the parables are really for those who are outside of the kingdom. In other words, those who do not believe. Those who believe will understand, and it's been given to them to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. These parables reveal the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. But the parables, parables are for those who are, out, who are outside, who don't believe, who are outside the kingdom of heaven. And they will see things, they will hear things that will make them go, hmm, ah, I wonder what is that about? That will draw them, but if they don't believe, it'll also rebuff them. You know, that's the bottom line. You must believe. You must believe. So the next parable that we encounter is in Matthew 13, beginning with verse 24. And Jesus says this, Jesus presented another parable to them, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a man who sowed good seed in his field. Now, let me just stop here a moment. You remember that the first parable we looked at was the parable, often called the parable of the sower. It was the verses prior to this in Matthew 13. And then we looked at the parallel passage in Mark and in Luke. And so here we've got another parable that deals with seed, but it's a different kind of thing. But you see that it's a man who sowed good seed in his field. Verse 25, but while his men were sleeping, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went away. But when the wheat sprouted and bore grain, then the tares became evident also. Now, let me just stop here real quick where we get a couple definitions. Um, what's a tear? <laughs> you know? And for the most part, people say, oh, I know what that is. You know, it's this, it's that, and all this kind of stuff. <clears throat> uh, hang on a second. I've got somebody texting me, and I'm sort of expecting uh, a couple of things that may need to occur here in a timely kind of fashion. Just a moment. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> it's amazing how we can keep up with things like that, isn't it? Well, anyway, a tear. I was talking about a tear, okay, and what a tear is. Uh, it's, the Greek word is actually zinzanium. And the definition is, is a kind of darnel resembling wheat. Well, <clears throat> that doesn't help, does it? It looks like wheat, but the grains are black. And so it looks just like wheat while it's growing and everything, but when it brings forth uh, fruit, it doesn't bring forth grain that is useful. 
or fruit that's useful. And so it looks like the real thing until the time of harvest. Oh, that's interesting, isn't it? So let's start with verse 25 again. But while his men were sleeping, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went away. But when the wheat sprouted and bore grain, then the tares became evident also. The slaves of the landowner came and said to him, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have tares? And he said to them, An enemy has done this. The slaves said to him, Do you want us then to go and gather them up? He said, No, no, no. But while you're gathering up the tares, you may uproot the wheat with them. Allow both to grow together until the harvest. And in the time of the harvest, I will say to the reapers, Gather up the tares and bind them in bundles to burn them up. But gather the wheat into my barn. Now, this uh, is the only place that this parable appears. I don't think there's a cross-reference over in Mark or Luke or another account of this. So Matthew's the one that deals with it. So what's being said with this right here? Again, as we've said before, just look at the facts. Deal with the basic facts. And then say, okay, Lord, what is happening right here? You have a man who sowed good seed. An enemy comes along and he sows bad seed among the good. It's growing and it looks like the same thing until the time of the harvest starts to come and the grain starts coming to head, starts bearing, and they realize, wait a minute, we've got a bunch of tares out there. A lot of that is not of any good. And so the slaves were saying, hey, you want us to go rip up those tares? And he says, no, don't do that. Just leave the tares there because when you uproot them, you may also uproot the wheat. And then he says, this is what's going to happen. Let them grow together. And a harvest time is coming. And when we harvest, I'm going to tell the reapers, gather together the tares and bind them in bundles and burn them up. But gather the wheat into my barn. He says, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a man. And then he ex- expresses this. So what is Jesus saying right here? Uh, you know, a hard thing a lot of times with the scripture is when you see something, we automatically want to jump to something and go, oh, this means this, this means this, this means that. And quite often it's correct, particularly if you've been a believer for many, many years and you've studied the word for decades and things like that. Yeah, yeah, quite often correct. But you do want to hold your mind back a little bit and say, Lord, what is this? And allowed him to reveal even more what's happening. Uh, there is no doubt the picture right here, particularly because of the last verse, of what's going to happen when the Lord returns. What's going to happen in the last time? You actually see other passages in Scripture. It talks about how the, the Lord is sending forth his reapers, his gatherers, or his angels that will uh, bring forth the sickle, that will bring forth the harvest. You see where there will be those that will be bound and cast in to the lake of fire for all eternity. You see where those who are true believers are gathered together uh, into places that the Lord has prepared for them, into his presence. (laughs) You see all these things. So what's the principle for us right here? It's this. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to this. The seed has been sown. The Lord desires for all mankind to be saved. But he knows. He knows that some will reject him. He knows that. And instead of ripping them out, doing this kind of stuff, he says, leave them among the good wheat. Now, in the case of salvation, here's the cool thing. Who knows? From our perspective, we don't know. The Lord knows. But from our perspective, we don't know. That tear may become a wheat. (laughs) See what I'm saying? 
Maybe. But he says, leave them there. It is the Lord who will make the decision. We are to live the kingdom. We are to teach the kingdom. We are to preach the kingdom. We are to manifest the kingdom. But it will ultimately be the Lord who brings forth the harvest. The Lord who will send forth the reapers, who will gather together. Those who don't believe, they'll be bound, cast, burned up. Burned but never consumed. Think about that. Those that do believe will be gathered together into the very presence of the Most High God. Uh, Powerful, powerful parable right here. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode.